This podcast is being brought to you by our friends at Rib It Up, the finest barbecue around. Find them on the web at ribitup.com. First off, what I really want to say is, so I've, I've been in Birmingham for, since 2013, we're talking about nine, it'll be nine years next month, right? Mm-hmm. The day I moved up here, here's the weird thing about Alabama weather. We, 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 we can have every season in one in day, damn day, in one in day, and day. people don't believe that, but we really can. So the day I moved out of Montgomery, I packed up the U-Haul, I had on a, like a sweatshirt, a hoodie. Yeah. Some basketball shorts, uh-huh. right? Because it was one of those days where it was cold, but it yeah, was like, in between. In between, in yeah. between. Got my ass to Birmingham, stepped out to U-Haul, and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Two, two hours north, and the difference that nine years later I still feel in this kind of cold versus Montgomery cold. Mm-hmm. I mean, y'all trying to make me move back south. Yeah, <laughs> man. It's serious. It's serious. So, um, Mr. Detective. Yes, sir. Tell me a joke. Tell you a joke. All right, so let me start off by telling y'all I suck at jokes, man. I'm just going to be honest <laughs> with you because I don't play. I don't play games. Yeah. So, yeah. But here, here it is. Y'all ready for this, all right? What are the four food groups for police officers? Donuts. Uh, <laughs> coffee. Yeah. Coffee. <laughs> jelly donuts. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. You must have heard this joke before because it's jelly powdered, glazed, and chocolate frosted. <laughs> All right. All four donuts. All four donuts. That That's was a good did. one. That's a good one. I like it. I like it. He showed up with a joke. That's right. He showed up with a joke, hey, man. It's, and Thank it's got, you. It's got to be a cop joke because it I'm the only one be. that can say those yeah, jokes. Yeah, it had to be a cop joke. Right, right, right. So look here, man. Um, half of the people listening to this know exactly who you are. You know, you are a beloved um, member of our community, both through profession and through philanthropy, and we just love you. Um, you know, most people have seen you on TV and whatnot, but then there's another section of this town who have no idea right. who you are. So introduce yourself, man, and, and lean heavily into the um, the um, reality TV. Like, what years did you do each one? Okay, so... My name is Detective Chris Anderson. I'm a, hom- I'm a former homicide detective, worked right here in the city of Birmingham, my home city, the place I love, the place that unless God pokes me on my shoulder and tells me to go, I'd never be leaving. Praise God. So uh, I, I spent 20, 22 years with the police department. I followed my mother into police work uh, as a young guy. I love that picture of her pen and you. Yeah, man, yeah. That, that is that is the only, the only picture that my mother, my, that my mother and I have, both of us being in uniform, and I and I pride that with everything I got. I, I love got, it. That's the original, cool. the original copy is in my safe. Everything I post is, is I post it every year, man. And my mother's still with me. I just try to celebrate her because she was one of the first black females that was a police officer in the city of Birmingham. That's right. So that's huge. That's huge. Back yeah. in the seventies. So she, she's the one that, uh, you know, do through all of her pushing and priding of me going away from Birmingham and moving, not going into police work, it didn't work. Yeah. You know, I followed her footsteps into the police department and it was the greatest decision that I ever made in my life. Amen. Outside of 
getting married and having children. He yeah. had to say that. I had to say that because my <laughs> wife is going to listen to this. But check this out. We're we going to come back to that in mm -hmm. a second. But finish. So you um, did that for 23 years? And 20, then, 22 years with 22. the police department. And, uh, you know, I, I, when I'm catching my, my stride and I'm about to get promoted, man, I get reached out to by this uh, film company, man. I, I mean, well, let me go back. While, while during my years of police work, I, I, I spent a lot of years in homicide as a homicide detective working homicide cases right here in the city of Birmingham. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, at last count, I want to say I and my team, we were responsible for close to 100 homicides that I led. Wow. Uh, and over the years, I've worked over 400 homicides with the city of Birmingham. So wow. well, a, lot, a lot of cases, a lot of families, a lot of people that you know, we found some closure to those cases that, you know, I, I'm still close with today. I speak, speak to them now, you know. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but anyway, moving on, after my 22 years with Birmingham, uh, during my last year, I was planning on staying with Birmingham throughout the duration, you know, making captain, chief, or whatever mm -hmm. God had in store mm -hmm. for me. I uh, get promoted to sergeant with, in my last four years, and... Uh, I get when I, just as soon as I hit my twenty first year, mm -hmm. I get reached out to by this company that uh, is looking for a retired homicide detective uh, to to go on the show. Well, I tell them at first, you know, hey, I don't know if I'm gonna do it. I ain't about to retire, right. you know, nothing like that. But then maybe a week later, God sends my way another job opportunity that I just couldn't pass up. Wow. It's one of those dream jobs that you get in police work that, that just don't come around right, but once right, in a lifetime. Right. So sat down, talked with my wife, and she was like, well, you need to go for this. You need to do it. You don't know what God has in store for you. Just take the job. Yeah. So I put in my retirement paperwork for police work, and then, uh, you know, well, since I'm finna retire now, I call the, the, the film crew and tell them, you know, well, listen, I'm retiring next week, guys. So if, if you still want me, it's out there. Mm-hmm. So I... Uh, so I go back and 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 do a Zoom call with the the film crew, and I've taken the new job, and uh, I have worked with the, the the new job. I've worked with them for about two or three months, and I didn't hear anything. I uh -huh. thought it was over because it was a nationwide search right. of retired homicide detectives that they were looking for. Right. So at any rate, uh, I just so happened to run across the guy's number again. And I, I call him and, and, and say, hey, man, did y'all ever find somebody for the show? Because the show's premise was they were looking for a retired homicide investigator to look into wrongful murder convictions. Right, right. And I'm like, I love, I love the idea of that. Uh -huh. You know, it, it is it is something special to say about that. Yeah. So uh, we go through and, and I, I call the guy back and I talk to him for about five or ten minutes. He said, man, look, I have been trying to call you frantically for the last two weeks. We want you on the show. We want you to do uh, be the host of our show. And we kind of need you to make a decision right here and right now. Because if you say yes, by Wednesday, I'll have you a plane booked and we need you out in California. <laughs> so it happened just that quick. I mean, I couldn't turn it down. I mean, so tell my wife about it. She said, you better go and take it. I mean, that's just God opening the door for you. So tell him yes. Talk to my former job and tell them uh, my job that my current job. Yeah. Tell them that hey man, I need to I need to take a few months off to record a television show. Yeah. Just so happens that the the the, the guy that was the chief of that police department was like, look man, you need to take that. You need to do it. You right. Know, so, 
they gave me a few months off, took the job, and you know, I never thought that it would go past season one, honestly. Really? Yeah, I, I never thought it would go past season one. I thought it was just something to do, you know. But turns out, you know, we've gotten season after season, renewal after renewal, and now we're going into season five, man. So, man, I, come on now, look. The, first of all, you were already super famous from the first forty-eight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's where I know him from. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm sitting over here looking, and I'm like, and, and I, I wanted to try to like do something with my hands so one of y'all could tell me. And I was like, yeah, he 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 was the one walking in at the. You want some chips? <laughs> you want something to drink? That's right. Now look, already, it, you know, you were super popular from that, and you know, you tall, handsome, articulate. I mean, you you built for TV, man. Right. Dude, look, man, I'm a dude from Ansley. I'm yeah. from Birmingham, Alabama, yeah. man. You know, yeah. it ain't, it, I, I, I don't know anybody that comes from where we come from. Right, Robert, right. That has had a television crew from California coming to knock down your door about you going on television. Right, right, and I don't right. take that. I don't take that lightly, I man. I know it. So, you know, all the stuff that we did on First 48, man, it, it wasn't acting. I wasn't looking for no career in television. This is what I was doing way for before. your life. Uh, I for mean, my life. yeah. This, these are my folks. These are my family. The people that we are working with, I have to see these folks. I go to church with some yeah. of these folks, you know, so. But little did you know, God was working God, on your ability to interface with them cameras and comfort level and it's just you know he set that thing up before for me, man. I I, and I couldn't eat. I I didn't even. I had no idea, no yeah. clue about it. But and, but you're literally doing something that you love, love, man. That I, you you truly want to do. That I would do. And for God free. is is blessing you for blessing it. me for it. Man. I was saying, go on, go on, <laughs> man. Don't make me start preaching in here, bro. Chris, one of them folks hey. is always talking about. I need to be a preacher. Hey, hey, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Hey, real talk, real talk. I want you to when we go back and listen to this. It came out of you just this. That's right. That's right. I mean, the reverb and everything yeah. you said, and go on. All right, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna That's stop. hilarious. But I'm. Now, when you were on First 48, yeah. you know, did w did people love love on you or hate on you more? Man, Which one did you get more of? I got way more love than hate, man. Yeah. That's, that is, yeah. That is a, a, a big thing for police officers, man. You yeah. Know, we, we are one of the, I won't say hated, we are the one of the most questioned professions yeah. there is yeah. right now i mean yeah. and, and with with good reason you too. deserve it uh-huh we yeah. deserve it we've, yeah. earned, we've earned that right yeah but at the same time man there have been times where you know right after i got promoted and then we'd be out on the crime scene or we'd be taking a guy into custody or something like that and mm -hmm. he, he'd look at me and say ain't you the dude for first 48 <laughs> you the dude man man y'all been going on to arrest me man but look I want you to sign my shoe. Yeah, that, yeah. That really happened on the crime I scene. I had a murder suspect it. tell me, look, man, I want you to, y'all can take me into custody. I want you to sign my shoes. Dude, I said one time, if I ever got in trouble, <laughs> I wasn't going to give up until you came <laughs> to get me. <laughs> but look, right before we go to uh, uh, break, I got it. We we've had this thing going um, with couples and whatnot. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, We'd have yeah. got some advice and all this and other. I've never met your wife, but yeah. she's so beautiful, and I see y'all had the best pictures and 
and um, you know your interactions. Y'all just your kids look just like y'all. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Tell us about your wife, man. really quick, and um, you know this 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 can't be a quick story. But I'm gonna tell you something, man. No, I, don't, I tell you, that, I, I I don't mean too quick. I take your time. Take your time, man. I, I met this girl before I knew who I was. Yeah, she took a chance on me. Yeah, and when I say she took a chance on me. Anybody that know Chris Anderson before he was Detective Chris Anderson, they can attest to this. This girl took a serious chance on me marrying me when she was 18 years old. I married her when I was 20. She and and we moved into a a a, a ran down house over in Ansley, and she bought into all of the dreams and aspirations that I had. She saw them before I knew who I was. Man. So. Yeah, man, my girl is is that's my best friend, dog. And, I and when that. I say that, man, I don't I don't say that lightly. She knows everything about me. She knows me better than I know me. That's, that's my awesome. that's my that's my dog. I call her my ace. Yeah, she is. That's that's my ace. Well, I'm telling you, just you know, observing it is is inspiring, and you know, especially in in our community, yeah, we man. need to see uh, family units yeah. like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And we need we we can't be afraid to celebrate that, talk about that. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. you know, uh, I, I always talk about like dad's babysitting, mm -hmm. you know, and getting shout outs for that. Yeah, uh, I don't get no shout out for what you're supposed, you're to, supposed do. to do. That. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Exactly. And I almost don't want to give you a shout out for doing what you're supposed <laughs> to do, but you are an absolute amazing father Thank you, and man. an amazing husband. Thank man. you, man. I, 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 hope, I hope my kids listen to this, man. Because, <laughs> you know, they, they, they used to having a cop as a dad and having a cop as a dad is sometimes not very fun. Yeah, it, it I ain't can good. imagine. Because I see what happens in our streets, you know, and, I, and I, I, you know, I've told my son every day, you know, son, look, I deal with liars all the time. I don't want to have to come home and deal with a liar. So don't yeah. ever lie to me. Yeah. And he can he can re, he can repeat that to you because I said that to you him so many times when I knew he was telling me he wasn't being truth. Know how to see it. Though. Yeah, man. You yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I see through all the stuff, all the stuff that he's saying and stuff like that. But I, my boys, he's amazing, man. I got so, an amazing son. I got two amazing daughters, and I got a couple grandkids. If you can believe that, man. Two man, other boys. You look too good. You look too young for that. When you start, when you start a family early as I did, man. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. Hello, this is Jefferson County Sheriff Mark Petway, inviting you to join the conversation that we've started around bridging the gap to build communities that are safe and well connected. Let's all work together to ensure that Jefferson County is a safe place for all who call it home. Man, I got to tell y'all, I had to ask Detective <laughs> Anderson, you know, I said, uh, so does it really work like that? Y'all offer them some chips, some church's chicken, you know, some, 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 of, the, some of the rolls from Red Lobster, maybe, and they start, they start telling their whole life story. Man, he had me in here almost on the floor, man. Y'all boys, see, this the, this the thing. No, let me shut up for they come looking for me. Y'all snitching for chicken no, out here, man. Y'all snitching for chicken. That's what I'm saying, man. Y'all, you know, we not snitching. We not doing We not doing this. We not doing that. We not going to tell. All he had to do was give y'all some church's chicken, and y'all out here singing like, uh, mm -hmm. singing, singing like Frankie Lyman. See, the biggest thing to this, don't commit crime. 
Yeah, <laughs> just don't first commit. Of all, just, just stop. Just stop committing crime. I mean, and 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 you know, I I want to be clear mm-hmm. about my joke just then. Right. I am a snitch. You're right. I exactly. would tell on your exactly. ass. Uh, if I'm telling you, you uh, fuck up in front of me. I'm telling. Yeah. Well, I'm telling because man, this no sits no snitch shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is like it's it's an abomination, man. It, it really is, man. And it's it's the re- I can guarantee you. I know the unit that I worked in when I was in homicide, man. We could have solved every case that we had, and we had some 100 homicide years. Yeah, you know, we had a couple of 100 homicide years. Yeah, we could have solved every single case had the right person come in and spoken with us. The right person, and and, and people had the information. They people yeah. know what's happening. They, they 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 know who's responsible. And and especially with this the the, the hundred and what we have a hundred and thirty plus homicides last right. year, man, we gonna feel the the pain and the effects of those homicides for generations to come, man. man. And people are work, walking around here with the information, won't tell anybody because they believe in this daggum no snitching rules, which comes from prison. Right. We are letting people in prison. Tell us how to think, how to act, and how to react to certain things that happen in our neighborhoods. Even while what I, to wear. What to wear how and to wear how to wear, wear it. And our babies are dying out here, man. Yeah. These are our children. Yeah. Man, look. look. Hey. No, hold on. <laughs> I, hold I, 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 hold I, I, your thought. Okay. Hold your thought because I want to stay on this a second, right? <clears throat> you know, Randall will be the first person to tell you, um, you know, Tell me what I need to do, mm-hmm. right? You know what I'm saying. We have we have uh, a police uh, a chief, we have police chiefs and mayors all in this metropolitan area, mm-hmm. right? And they are always surrounded by people who are yes men or won't go too hard, won't go too raw, whatnot. Man, if you were given the opportunity, which you are right now, mm-hmm. what would you say to them about what needs to be done differently? Now, of course, it all starts with us. Right. And it ends with us. Right. I mean, like, shit, if, if if we don't step up as a community, mm-hmm. it it's all for naught. Right. But what are the things that they are not doing if there are any? So here, here's my thing, man. We need to realize as a community, as law enforcement professionals and as public servants, as as political figures, that we cannot arrest our way out of this problem. Okay. Putting more people in jail is not the ticket. We need to attack the problems that causes the effects of it. See, see, homicides are the uh, effects of not having uh, financial incentives to get out and work or financial incentives to start your own business or just the know-how of going to talking to the right person in order to get your mind focused on starting your own business. You know, right. these are these are homicides are the I disagree effects. like a motherfucker. I was hoping you would go somewhere else with that. Okay. And I'm a, and I'm and I'm going to tell you how and why. You know, number 1, I believe that it all starts and ends in the home. Secondly, it has to do with education, right? Okay. So we've got to change our education system in order to, the the first thing we need to be teaching these kids, I won't say in order, but, you know, what, burial insurance. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We 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 burying people around here by GoFundMe's. They, we don't understand economics. We don't understand uh, how to balance a chase checkbook and all that. And so where where I'm going, I'm gonna give you a second. Where I'm going with this is that your 
your approach works with the kids and instilling this stuff in them early on. Okay. But I say we can't arrest the fuck out of everybody that's breaking, d- doing it now because all they know is selling drugs or doing this bullshit is going to get them to the check faster. See, I have tried to help people. I've tried to work with people. They don't want to go through the steps to get to the end. So I just feel like talking to grown ass motherfuckers like that, I think it's some bullshit. Here, here's why I I think we are arguing different sides of the same coin. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's why I say we can't arrest our way out of the problem because ultimately what we're doing is we're, we're training up the next generation to do the exact same things as the fathers that we put in prison. Mm-hmm. So we, it's not going to be. It's not. We have to attack the problem before it actually becomes a problem. That's the. Re- that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You know, of course we. There's a generation of, of folks out here that that are out right now that are doing crimes. We have. We have to stop that. Yeah. So yeah, putting those guys in jail or or, or or working, doing whatever we can, and 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 putting those guys in prison is is you know that's that's got to be done. Yeah. But I'm saying we can't keep doing this for the next 20, 15, 30, oh, 40 years. I couldn't years. agree more. I okay. couldn't agree more. Okay. So I couldn't agree so more. So that's, that's why I say we're arguing the same side yeah. of, a, of the same, a, a different side of the same coin. Man, the, the instant we identify a child that school just ain't for him, mm-hmm. that ain't his thing. Let's get him a trade. Yes. Let's start training. I'm train talking him. about early. Early. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. early. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Let's do this thing in second, third, fourth grade. You know. A- absolutely. So, now, some you know, some kids. <laughs> so, <laughs> here's... Here's something that I got. I I have to say. Talk about me mm-hmm. growing up. Now there is nobody that knew Chris Antlion. and I think I said this. I tapped on it just a little bit before we started. There's nobody that knew Chris Anderson at at Bush Middle School and and and, and uh, at Minor Elementary or Ensley High School that would have said, you know, one at, during those years they got they would have never came to you and said, Detective Chris Anderson or Chris Anderson. One day I see you on television. Mm-hmm. One day I see you being uh, greeted by Ivor Williams on his talk show and saying that you are a great father. I'll never they they none of my instructors will ever say that. So right. I don't know if we can identify a second and third grade child and say that you know what you need to go to shop because you ain't gonna do. Well, I might have said the age wrong. My bad. <laughs> okay. You know okay. what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. But you get yeah. the point. I, I I absolutely get the point. If there are kids that like right now, I, I got a phone call from a um, a mother over at not a Birmingham City High School, but I'm sure this this whole her whole scenario repeats itself in Birmingham because we've seen it every day. She has a problem with two of her children. They're they're being they've been identified as gang members and they would have been put out of school. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she doesn't know what to do. She's not getting any help from the police department. She's not getting any help from the school resource board. So I gave her my ideas of what she should do. Mm-hmm. Now, those kids, those same kids that she's talking about, I went out to that same school and to talk to them and try to get them on the right track, mm-hmm. offer them some services, offer, offer them somebody to talk to, a mentor, somebody that they can talk to, which I, I, I it was going to be me. Mm-hmm. I never got a single call from from her. I never got a single call from the kids. Right. So these are some of the kids that I would identify as, okay, you need to be 
building some life skills you, because you are in high school now. Right. You, you, they, 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 the, the time is running short. You already have a record. You know, you, you man, time is out for them jokers. The numbers, the out, the odds say time is out for them. So I'm saying, keep an eye on their ass. Oh yeah. I'm talking to the police. Mm-hmm. I'm saying keep keep an eye on their ass because they gonna fuck up. They are, Iver. You know what I'm saying. And if they uh uh-uh. uh, and if they don't, you know what did the, what did we lose by keeping an eye on their ass? I, 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 hold on, so, hold on. I done sat over here and I done started. I'm, 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 my I, bad. Go ahead, go ahead. I I'm told you to hold on. I'm letting y'all. Yeah, my bad. Letting y'all kick it. I kept that thought in my head. Please. So please. let me let me lighten the mood momentarily, and then yeah. I'm, and then I want to respond to what you said. <laughs> when Detective Anderson, can I call you Detective? Sure, Anderson? man. Sure, sure, okay. sure. Good. I don't want no churches. <laughs> um, when 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 Detective Anderson really got, I I can always tell when someone is passionate about something, mm-hmm. especially if they're a parent, and everyone in this room because we all have parents can attest to this when your parent is really passionate and you know you done fucked up they get this look in their eyes and mm-hmm. you see three specific emotions you see anger mm-hmm. sadness and confusion all at once all at once am i wrong he is he's shaking his head yes <laughs> and when you were talking about the youth and some of the things they've been through you got that daddy look on your face i mean and i slid down in my chair like i was in trouble <laughs> i just i just i wanted to get that out there yeah well you know look man ivan and i have been friends for years y'all I'm please y'all, y'all please don't think that this is the first time no, I'm i, I know i know but but i didn't mean to cut you off go ahead Man, I disagree so goddamn hard with you right now, man. And I think that's like the first time this ever happened. Man, and I, it I'm ain't going to be the last. I, I'm, I'm a t- I know, I know. I'm going to tell you why. Because, you know, I've said before that I have worked with with young people and with you, and, and with the youth. Mm-hmm. Now, where I worked it was it was a YMCA program. So people think it was all, you know, glory to God, happy, happy. No, no. Mm-hmm. The YMCA I worked at was actually called... Like oh that's the that's the DHR YMCA that's where they send all the DHR yep. babies mm-hmm. which was actually true so I've seen a lot of things and then you get up around these twelve year olds them DHR babies is already claiming a flag mm-hmm. right, right. Yeah. so I disagree with you because yeah, yes yes there were some of them kids you just agree with me you just hold on hold okay on. okay there were some of them kids like okay yeah he already claiming a flag he's talking about he got a body he might be telling he might be telling the truth. But at that age, man, they are not unreachable. They're not unreachable. And, yeah, somebody does need to have an eye on them because at that age they are filled with so much confusion, confusion, rage, and, and they are so easily influenced that, yeah, somebody does need to have an eye on them, somebody with a badge. But it's not too late to flip that kid is what I'm saying. Well, if I said, if anyone heard me say that I was talking about every single person, every <laughs> Every single individual, I apologize. You know what I'm saying? What I said, what I said is if you line 10 of them motherfuckers up, six or seven of them motherfuckers going to be in jail one day. That's what I said. That's that's what I said. Right. So anyway, <laughs> look here. Look, you, you, um, you have to have an Iva. Iva's gonna always keep it real. He's gonna speak what the first thing that he that comes up is gonna come out. I'm in tears. Sorry, and I love him for that. I love him for that because you need a person like that. Sometimes, yeah, we, sometimes we are so a, political that we just don't get our point across and line our finances up accordingly. I, I'm with you. You know what I'm saying? I'm with it. I'm definitely. But look with here. It. Um, 
you did talk about what we can be doing and and mm-hmm. I and I would be remiss if I didn't talk about our work together in the 100 black men of Birmingham. Absolutely. And I don't want to at all seem as though um I don't want to seem as though I've given up. You know what I'm saying? I I I say let's be realistic, mm-hmm. but also I do believe in God. I believe in hope and I believe God moves through us mm-hmm. through mentoring, mm-hmm. not just uh being great parents to our own children but but grabbing somebody else over here by the wayside. Man, one of the most one of the proudest things I've ever done is work with the 100 black men. Mm-hmm. Man, tell me what you guys are doing now. Bring me up to speed. Make me pay man, my dues. Man, man, oh man. It's, it's a lot that's going on with the 100. So, uh, you, uh, Eddie, the, yeah. Ronnie, I'm yeah. just so proud of you. The mount, the the what the torch that you've taken and run with it. Bro- tell us what. Brother, we have uh, right now our mentoring is going strong. We are about to expand into several Birmingham City Schools. Now, at at first, we wanted to make sure that we got the mentoring portion right, because if you are calling yourself a mentoring organization and you don't have that right. That's right. You're not doing anything. Right. You just you are you are you are a glee club. You are a group of guys that get together every once a month. You know, if you're not mentoring. So we sat down and we thought about how we would we were going about our mentoring. We made some moves. We made some we put some people in positions. Now I am the director of mentoring for the 100 Black Men. Man, congratulations. Yeah, uh, I still work. Eddie and I work very very close together. Let me let me stop you right there. And yeah. I want I want I want people to understand this. In the 100 Black Men organization, you know, the director of mentoring is the most important job. Mm-hmm. Everybody looks to the chairman of the board. Everybody looks to the president. Yeah, these guys all look good on camera and their names look good on paper. Mm-hmm. But I just want I just want to take a note to say, hey man, hats off to Thank you. you. Thank because you. that is the hallmark of all that we do. But go ahead. It is. It's the foundation of everything that we do. So we decided that we needed to figure out how we were going to go about mentoring. And we've separated the two uh, because mentoring doesn't take place. We don't have mentoring on Saturdays like we used to. We, you know, we, we don't. We don't mentor on Saturdays. Mentoring is done throughout the week. Mentoring is done at one-on-one time that you have with your, your kid, the kid that's assigned to you. And you, you talk to him and you find out. What's happening with him? How is his, his family life going? What is, you know, how are his grades? You know, it, 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 we do Zoom calls. We, we meet in person. We take our kids uh, to the basketball games. You know, th- that's that's the portion of mentoring that 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 we kind of got away from. Yeah. Uh, but and, and now when we meet up on the on in our monthly basis, it's just training. You know, we train in our kids about the, the foundational aspects of the 100. You know, we, we talk about budgeting. We we talk about uh, our leadership. We talk about all of these things that the foundation that the 100 is built on. Yes, sir. On those on, on those on those meetings during the monthly meetings. But our mentoring that happens throughout the week. So we're about to take that same model and put it into several schools within the city of Birmingham. I think one of the schools we've I don't even know if I can say their names, but. 
I'm going to go ahead and say one of them that I think really, really, they've been more receptive than anybody is, is Parker High School. Okay. So we're starting with Parker and uh, several other schools in certain districts within the uh, city of Birmingham, and we're going to take our mold, our, our mold of mentoring or mm-hmm. the way that we, we mentor now, and we're going to put it in the schools. So it, it's been great, man. We've had our first. We, we brought in a new crew of guys, uh, of, of new members of the one hundred. Yeah, how and many new guys did y'all bring in? I think we brought in right at around twenty twenty five. And that's you know, awesome. That is a. It is a. It is a very very daunting aspect to bring in new members because you yeah. just don't want to just open the door and say, "Hey, why don't y'all come in that's and be right. a, a member of the one hundred? That's right. Because you don't have you don't bring in people that are going to work. We that's brought right. in some folks that's ready to work. These guys jumped in and they. You know, uh, and they're not. Some of them are big names, but some of them are guys that you see on trash trucks. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, guys that that have something to give but that's to our what's kids. Most important, but, and that's what's important. Yeah. So, yeah, man, the 100 has been doing great, man. We got uh, Ronnie Rice, who's our president, and we got several other brothers that we have moved into positions of of of, of great positions that are doing just an amazing job man and, and i love it man I, I love it every time i talk about it man i'm in, i'm more enthused about what we're doing right now with the organization man that's awesome now we didn't get a chance to play the dozens no earlier. do it we gotta do it we you know i it. you know gotta i gotta move it. to that real quick um and before we close okay all right first pick your uh favorite charity okay what is it unicef UNICEF. He didn't say the 100 black men. I just want y'all to. Well, that, that. That, that's, that's a whole. That's a whole nother, that's I'm a, giving him a hard time. Know, Do you know why I love this this, this segment? Why? Two reasons. One. You don't tell them what you finna tell them beforehand. So I always be sitting here like, man, this is a robbery, and that's a cop. That's a cop. I'm like, man, this is a robbery, and then you always, you, you always slip something in there that makes me laugh like that. I was like, please say the hundred black men. And I was like, man, no. shit. And I will tell you why. You know, we don't accept, we don't, we don't accept any, any, any donations as right, right now. We don't right, want to be beholden right, to right, anybody right. else. We we just want to be an organization that we we do what we want to do. Look at that with our money. Look at you know that. what I'm man saying? Man of integrity. Yeah. Well, check this out. If you don't answer one of these questions, you got to make a hundred dollar uh, donation to your charity, UNICEF. See, it's uh, a robbery. All right, it so, is a robbery. Let's go. Green Acres or Wing Out? Green Acres. Railroad Park or Botanical Gardens? Railroad Park. Hattie B's or Eugene's Hot Chicken? Now, see, that's just wrong, right? There. <laughs> that is just wrong. But I'm gonna say Eugene's. All right, all right. Saul's versus Jim and Nick's. You know, I'm a Jim and Nick's guy. Okay. Yeah. Yo Mama's versus Granny's Fish and Grits. Granny's Fish and Grits. I love Yo Mama's, and I'm going to get killed for that because they follow me on Facebook. But I love Yo Mama's. I love the people down there. But I'm going to have to say uh, uh, the Fish and Grits. Okay. Al's or Purple Onion? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I'm gonna say I uh, love it when he uh, everybody gets one. Oh. Uh, uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say purple onion. <laughs> All right, Marsh Bakery or Edgar's Bakery? Marsh Bakery. Negro League Museum or Civil Rights Institute? I'm gonna say the Civil Rights Institute. All right, throwback. Big B or Woolworth? Woolworth. All right, Sneaky Pete's or Gus's Hot Dog? Gus. City Stages or Heritage Heritage Festival? Heritage Festival. All right. And finally, first 48 or reasonable doubt? Reasonable doubt, because that's what pays the bills, baby. Yeah, but I'm choosing first 48. 
Man, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, bro. Can I ask one? Absolutely. Because you didn't ask. I always hope you will ask. Because I never see those beforehand. Right. I'll start okay. sending them to you for it. No, don't. 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 Oh, okay. Because I answer in my head as you oh, go. So, okay. so, I, so I like okay. that I don't see them beforehand. Okay. What you say, McQueen? And what's the other one you always say? McQueen. Oh, McQueen Science Center and... Um, I forgot myself. It's um. What is it? It's McQueen or I can't remember the other one. I got it. McQueen Science Center or the Birmingham Zoo. I'm gonna say McQueen. Thank, thank you. Yeah, I get, I get so pissed off. <laughs> yeah. I get so pissed off when people say the zoo. Yeah. yeah as okay, a nerd, yeah, right. as yeah, a right. nerd, I get I, upset. I, I like all that stuff over at the McQueen Center. I go with my kids. Well, when my kids were kids. Yeah. You know, I Seems like yesterday. You saying it nostalgically, like it just happened. That's, man, that's it is. It is crazy. Well, look here, man. I want to thank you for for coming. Like. Um, I, I'm, I'm gonna go a little over, but I got to say this cause it's been, it's been at me. Um, people have been coming up to me, like showing so much love about my podcast. You right. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and I appreciate that, but like, you know, it's a blessing to be a friend of yours, man. Like to have somebody, you know, kind of famous come on. Cause like people are like, I want to be on your show. And I'm like, they don't fucking know me yet. They (laughs) sure don't know you. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So it's like, everybody gonna get on this show eventually, especially all of my entrepreneurs, my friends. I'm gonna carve a path because you know, if you're not bringing people along with you, right. you know what are you doing it for? But at the same time, y'all got to give me a little, a little, you know, give me a couple of months here, give me a few weeks to get my feet up under me, and right. and and I just thank people like you and Sebastian, y'all that are out here in this entertainment world for lending a little bit of your celebrity to me. He even agreed to do a TikTok with me earlier, y'all. So we gonna be put put putting our TikTok out there soon. Hey, I'm I'm, hey, I'm hoping I can do some I, it, whatever I can do to help. Iva, you know, whenever you call, I'm coming. You Man, already you already know that. So anytime anytime you want me back. I would love to do it again. This is probably, and I do podcasts, man. Every week, of the of the when the show airs, we do a podcast for for the show. Uh-huh. But this has probably been one of the funniest podcasts that we've done. Well, that I'm glad. I've done, and I've done a lot of them. Well, I've I'm glad. Well, I'm glad. All right, y'all heard that? It's a great experience. So great consider experience. coming on. All right, brother. Thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. We want to thank my friend and brother. Chris Anderson for coming out this evening and joining the podcast. We want to thank you for listening. And as always, a huge shout out to Creed 63 and UrbanHam.com. God bless. This podcast has been brought to you by Jefferson County Sheriff's Office.